welcome back to another episode of Let's Chat Reality. I'm Molly. Michael. And today we're really excited to be covering the new season of Love is Blind. We're on season six now, which is kind of crazy that's been going on for this long. Um, but we have a lot to cover within Love is Blind. But before we get into that, let's go over the news from this past week. So starting off is that Katy Perry announced that she's exiting American Idol after season 22. So she will no longer be a judge on American Idol. I have not really seen her as a judge, but what are your thoughts on this, Michael? Yeah, so this will be her seventh season that just started um, mm-hmm. this this past Sunday. And it, it is kind of interesting because this is kind of when the judging panel started shifting in the original Fox version of American Idol was that they were, you know, seven seasons straight with Randy Paul and Simon and then uh season eight was when they brought in Kara and as a fourth judge and then slowly but surely all three of them left the show so um it is kind of interesting that season eight will also be when the judging panel shifts a little bit starting uh for for the ABC version um I mean I, I I'm sad I think that Katie uh has become a good judge um, she's had a little, you know, some controversies during these seven years on the show, but I think overall, uh, she's, uh, the three of them have developed a good chemistry together, but I think it'll be good to have a little bit of a shakeup too. And I'll be interested to see who they pick. Um, Jordan Sparks has, uh, put her name out there, season six winner of American Idol. So it'll be, um, I, I think I always thought when they were looking for, judges originally for the abc version i said they should go with three former american idol uh big names they don't all have to be winners but i always think that that's a good direction to go and it's to have at least one of them that's a former uh either winner or big name that's come out of the show because they can relate to these contestants they've been through it they have a different uh, perspective that's really important it's like when kelly clarkson was on the voice um you know i think that was really good because she can be put herself in their shoes more than anyone else can so um I, I i do hope that they go in that direction but i'll be interested to see um we have you know a full year so uh before they have to pick that uh so i'm sure it, it won't be uh you know <laughs> next week that they decide <laughs> but um yeah we will definitely keep you updated as we hear Yes, for sure. And then moving into our next story is that we saw that um, Portia Williams returning to Real Housewives of Atlanta for season 16, but her husband was denied U.S. citizenship over a criminal past. So I know, Michael, you know much more about Real Housewives verse. So can you update us more on the details there? Yeah, so... um... Earlier this week, uh, the Portia Williams officially was announced to be returning to Real Housewives of Atlanta, like you said. Um, you know, we talked last week that Candy Burris announced that she was leaving. Um, and uh, shortly after that, Portia announced that she was returning. So we're starting to get some Atlanta news, which is exciting. It's been quite a while where uh, we've kind of been in this purgatory of not really knowing what was going to happen to the show. Um, and then shortly after Portia made that announcement, um, news has come out about her husband, si- Simon Gobadia. Um, and, you know, it, they had a very controversial start to their relationship um, because Simon at the time was married to uh, someone who was not an official cast member on the show Fallon, but um, she was 
seen a little bit on uh, season 12 of Atlanta and then as far as we know he was still married um when Portia <laughs> was announced that they were dating um so that was interesting and um we never really got to see that play out on the show because Portia left after that season and now that she's coming back we kind of thought I think she probably thought she kind of avoided having to discuss that whole mess but now there's more <laughs> um but yeah apparently i mean the state's back um you know to the 80s i think um when he first arrived in the united states from nigeria um and yeah it's i mean quite the um allegations about fraud and felony and um uh he was involved in a bunch of financial crimes so it's kind of a mess. Uh, there's there's more details you can look up. Um, it's it's kind of long and complex uh, the allegations, but not looking great. And I, I I will be interested to see though if this comes up on the show and how willing Portia will be to discuss any of this because um, I can't imagine that we just pretend like this isn't happening, uh, especially if filming's picking up pretty soon here, which it seems like it is. So. Yeah, it's it's a lot. Yeah, no, that sounds like a lot. <laughs> so that will be interesting to see how that will all unfold um, once the season starts back, which will be interesting just to see what happens. Yeah, so, I'm always like, I feel like with legal stuff like this, it's interesting to see how much people, different people are willing to talk about on shows like this. Because, you know, on to one hand, like you don't want it to affect the case, like you don't want to do anything, you know, whether it's you or someone you love that is going saying too much uh, that could potentially affect things. But also, this is a reality show. And, you know, it's kind of a fine line of how do you acknowledge that it's happening and don't seem like you're trying to hide what's really happening in your life and pretending to have this whole pretend life where this isn't going on but then also you know not not go too far and, and talk too much about you know any more than you can so um it's always a tricky situation there with, with legal situations and reality tv we've seen it a lot unfortunately over the past few years on these shows but um every person it seems like has a different line that where they're willing to to cross uh in terms of talking about that so it'll be interesting yeah that is very tricky a good point that it's like they don't want to ruin something for their case necessarily or bring out conversations that may not be able to be brought about in that setting um but we'll just have to wait and see um moving in to our next news story is that we previously shared that we saw that seemed that Larsa Pippen and Marcus Jordan had broken up, but now it seems like they're back together. There's a little bit of confusion there, it seems like, um, but I'm not really sure what to believe right now. <laughs> it's really weird. It's like, I mean, literally it was two days later, I think, that they were spotted candidly uh, by the paparazzi. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah uh it, it, i don't know it's weird i i think here's my guess is that i think the unfollowing was probably genuine like i think they probably did get into a big fight and larsa probably just was like 
it's over. We're done. Deleting you from my social media, unfollowing, you know, we're done. And then once you do that, though, like, I don't know. And that's where it's tricky because Larsa, look, Larsa spent a lot of time with the Kardashians. Like, you know, she's media savvy. Like, she's, she's not some newbie to this universe and public eye. And she knows that it, as soon as she does that, everybody's going to pick up on it. So I don't know. I do go back and forth um, as to whether how genuine that was. But, you know, uh, I don't know. It, it, I wish that they hadn't filmed the. Well, actually, no, I was going to say I wish they hadn't filmed the Miami reunion, but we still have the Traders reunion that they're both going to be at. So that films in about a week, a week from Friday. So I am sure that will be a hot topic there. Um, so I think we'll, we'll know more then. And then I'll reserve judgment until I hear them talk about it there and to see how genuine it feels, I guess. What are your thoughts? Yeah, no, it's weird. Cause definitely like if all this stuff happened on social media and then like two days later, then they're like seemingly to be together they definitely want to spew like change that narrative or whatever was going on like I don't know how real that was necessarily like maybe they just weren't ready to make it like a public announcement or something so they wanted to still talk or like be together in some way but like maybe they were broken up but like still seeing each other I don't really know but the it went to an extreme it seemed like and could have been like the emotional impact of like how Larsa was feeling in the moment of why she wanted to just remove him from all of her social accounts, but, and unfollow each other. But that's, uh, that's still like big, like, that's like a, you have to put in the effort to do that. Um, So it's not just like, you can just like snap your fingers and they're all gone. Um, But I don't know. So we'll have to wait and see, but I'm also like, I'm not so confident that they're together, but I also don't know if they've like, Maybe there was like a break or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I do think that they're together now. My question is whether the breakup in quotes was genuine. Yeah. Like, I think that together now is genuine. I just don't know if they were always together and just like, but what? my question is, why do that during the Super Bowl? If it's (laughs) fake, if it's looking for attention, that is the worst time to look for attention (laughs) when nobody's going to be paying attention like that's that's the weird part to me is like what a weird time to try to do that if it's like a ploy i don't know it just so the breakup was just like a plot basically like they just well that's the accusation that's what i mean a couple of their castmates on miami uh marisol and alexia have a podcast and they talked about it where they were like oh this like yeah like this was all fake like for attention but on their part like that's their thoughts i mean they don't know haven't talked to her but like that's their thinking knowing larsa um is that you know they thought that this was all just a ploy for attention and i i just i don't know i just think there's certain parts of it that do seem like that but then there's certain parts that don't or kind of weird um yeah so I, i will wait to hear them talk about it publicly on like a reunion setting when we can really get uh you know all those questions asked by andy and he'll get the he'll get the truth out of them you'll be able to tell you know they're obviously not going to say it was a plot for attention no matter what but i think you'll be able to kind of tell based on their answers like how genuine it feels so 
we'll see. Yeah. No, that will be interesting to see what they say during that. Um, until then, I guess we just have to wait <laughs> to hear more. Um, but moving into our next news story, uh, while Tom Sandoval continues to feel like he does not have a sense of any reality continuously, um, but basically um, he compared himself to O.J. Simpson and George Floyd and doesn't really make any sense. Michael, you want to share more <laughs> into that? Yeah, well, no, but I will. (laughs) So the New York Times uh, did an article um, today, as we're recording this Tuesday, February 20th. um, And it was all about Tom Sandoval. The article was titled, How Tom Sandoval Became the Most Hated Man in America. And he, you know, there was a long interview that they did with him. And one of the questions that was asked was why he feels the whole scandal blew up so huge in the media. And so he was quoted saying, I'm not a pop culture historian, really, but I witnessed the O.J. Simpson thing and George Floyd and all these big things, which is really weird to compare this to that, I think. But do you think in a weird way it's a little bit the same? No. No. I don't. (laughs) And I I think where he was trying to go with it and what he's explained now, he came out on Instagram and issued an apology. Um, So I guess we don't have to guess what he was allegedly claiming to try to say there. He said, my intentions behind the comments I made in the New York Times Magazine were to explain the level of national media attention my affair received. The comparison was inappropriate and ignorant. I'm incredibly sorry and embarrassed. He should be embarrassed. Yeah. I mean, that's disgusting, to yeah. say the least, to try to compare in any way his situation to George Floyd. The two are not even in the same universe. And I, why that was the first situation, the first thing that came to his mind when he's trying to explain Scandaval and like, there's so many, so many other things that he could use as a comparison to that. That why that was just the first thing, or I guess the second thing, O.J. Simpson was the first, which I don't, I, I don't even, I haven't even thought to go there, but like, <laughs> I don't know. It, it's so, so weird and gross and just shows that he has not grown at all in any way whatsoever since March 1st of 2020. I'm sorry, 2023. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's, I feel like he's never growing now. So <laughs> if he's still not growing in the past year, he's not, not going to be growing now too. Like that would have been the time. And now it's just like, he's just a lost cause. I feel like at this point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like we said last week, um, there's such a uh, comparison between how he is acting versus how Rachel is acting now and I mean Rachel I I, I mean look I still don't think that Rachel fully has gone as far as she should in in terms of trying to you know uh, atone for what she did but at least there is seemingly some progress that we've seen from her since the reunion. 
and I do think that she gets it a lot more now. And you know, it, should she have a podcast? Should she be on the show again? Uh, you know, can go all day talking about that. But I do think that at least she is seemingly taking accountability and working on herself, whereas Tom just seems to be getting worse and worse and worse and shooting himself in the foot over and over and over and over again. And I don't know at what point I don't know what the rock bottom is going to be, but he hasn't hit it yet. Yeah, no, it's crazy that he's still coming out with more crazy stuff that just doesn't make any sense and looking worse for him. (laughs) So we'll continue to see what happens, I guess, with his non journey. Um, but moving into some happier news is we saw Cody Calafiori marries his previous fiance, now wife, um, Christy. And so they are now officially married. Cody was on this past season of Big Brother Reindeer Games. So, um, that was before their engagement, obviously, or before their marriage, obviously now that they're married now. So happy for them. And yeah. Any other yeah, thoughts? no, I, um, you know, Cody, we've seen on two and a half seasons of Big Brother, I, or three, wait a minute, yeah, two and a half, I guess, <laughs> uh, 16, 22, and, and Reindeer Games, I guess, a half, mm-hmm. um, and, and The Traders, season one, as well, oh. um, Christy hasn't been on any shows, but um, they've been dating since 2015, so it's a very long-term relationship and uh yeah super happy for them we saw polly and cara at the wedding of course as well as well as derek um winner of of season 16 and cody's ride or die during that whole season so that was nice to see him there you know to see that they're still close friends and um have remained over the past 10 years since his original season um so yeah super happy for for them and uh i'm sure we will continue to see wedding photos and everything come out um as the the weeks go on yes for sure those would be nice to see and then moving into our next news this past week was the people's choice awards and their reality tv segments of that so we have some of the winners that were announced for that but we also wanted to share what our thoughts would be regarding each of these categories So first up was the reality show of the year, which the Kardashians won that. Um, What were the other options? Okay, so the other nominees for that category were 90 Day Fiance, Happily Ever After, Below Deck, Jersey Shore Family Vacation, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Real Housewives of New Jersey, Selling Sunset, and Vanderpump. So what, Molly, what would you have chosen uh, I would say Vanderpump Um, I feel like you probably agreed there just because that last season was wild TV and just I think deserves that win yeah 100% I don't think there's any question that's the problem with People's Choice Awards is that the Kardashians always win every year because they just put it out on Instagram to their fans who probably don't even watch the show and then they vote for them (laughs) like that's all you need when they have 10 times the amount of followers as anyone else on these other shows. So mm-hmm. that's my my little rant. But yes, Vanderpump Rules obviously should have without question. Yeah. And then for competition reality show of the year, it was The Voice who won that. So what were the other nominees? 
America's Got Talent, American Idol, Big Brother, Dancing with the Stars, RuPaul's Drag Race, Squid Game The Challenge, and Survivor. Well, I'm a little bit biased, but I would say Survivor. <laughs> that, uh, what about you? Yeah, I think I would also pick Survivor. I mean, uh, Dancing with the Stars had a very good season. Yeah. Um, Big Brother had a really good half of the season, so I don't think I'd go with that. Um, I mean, Squid Game was huge. Yeah. But just in terms of my personal enjoyment, yeah, I think I would choose Survivor. I think it's weird, though. Like, I feel like American Idol and Survivor shouldn't be in the same category. Yeah, now that you said those categories, like, in this, in one, that one category, I'm like, Survivor it's doesn't so feel different. like. Yeah. Like, I feel like yeah. it should have been split in half. Like, the comp- the talent competition shows should have had one, and then, like, the strategy competition shows should have another. So, because they're just so hard to compare. Um, Because, yeah. like, a season of Dancing with the Stars is never going to be as, like, epic as a season of Survivor. Like, in that way of, like, shocking. And there are different fans who watch those as well. Yeah, so, yeah, I think I split those into two. But. Yeah, well... Hopefully next year they do that. <laughs> but I feel like The Voice is still a good show. So I'm happy that one. Yeah, I just don't watch it as as closely. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know if it had an amazing season last year necessarily. But um, yeah, from the ones that I watch, I agree. I think I would pick Survivor. Yes. And then for reality TV star of the year, Khloe Kardashian won, which also probably just because she has so many fans. Um, but who are the other nominees for that? Uh, Garcelle Bouvet from Beverly Hills, Candy Burris from Real Housewives of Atlanta, Kim Kardashian from The Kardashians, uh, Ariana Maddox, Vanderbump Rules, Kyle Richards, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, um, Mike Situation Sorrentino, Jersey Shore Family Vacation, and Chriselle Staus Selling Sunset. So who of those would you have chosen? I mean, I think Ariana is probably, like, the obvious pick here. Um, I love Candy. I, I do love Candy. I mean, I like Chloe. I really do. Like, I think in terms of that category, like, I'm not as mad, I guess, about her getting this one. Because um, I do like her. She's probably my favorite Kardashian, personally. Um, that's hard. That's that's a hard one. I think I have to go with Ariana, though, just because of everything that she went through this last year. But spoiler alert, she did win the next category. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> yeah, I think I might have gone for Ariana this one, though, over the competition contestant of the year. So I think yeah. I, I would choose her for this one, and then I'll pick it someone else for the next one. <laughs> okay, I would agree. I would say... I would want Ariana to win that, but then at least she did win competition contestant of the year. So among those nominees, who were the other contestants within that? Um, Anitra or Anetra, sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong, uh, from RuPaul's Drag Race, uh, Sasha Colby from RuPaul's Drag Race, Sochi Gomez from Dancing with the Stars, Charity Lawson, Bachelorette, uh, Teresa Niss from The Golden Bachelor, Kiki Palmer from That's My Jam, and I Am Tongi from American Okay, so yeah, of those, maybe I'll go with, um, Chi, how do you say her name again? Sochi. Sochi, yeah, because she also, because she won. She did, yeah. So she's I think so she deserved, too. yeah, she's so young, and she did so well, so yeah. I think I'll go with her for competition contestant of the year, but all those 
people are also deserving. Yeah, I think that's a good pick. I mean, I think Sasha Colby, I feel like, really has, I, even though I don't closely watch RuPaul Drag Race, I, I definitely heard Sasha Colby's name. I'm not sure if she was new on RuPaul's Drag Race or just on a season of All-Stars um, past year. I, I, I'm not 100% sure. Um, but... I mean, Charity had a big year, too, being on, you know, both the lead on, on Bachelorette and then uh, on Dancing with the Stars and making it to the finals of that. I love Kiki Palmer. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't watch That's My Jam, but but I love Kiki. And Teresa from Golden Bachelor was great. Um, so I think that's a tough one. I don't know. I, I'd have to think about that. But um, I think your pick with Sochi was it. Yes. Well, that's all for the People's Choice Awards. But now we also have just one last news story before we get into Love is Blind. So buying Beverly Hills was just, or sorry, we just got an announcement of the premiere date, which is March 2nd, or sorry, March 22nd, <laughs> seeing a lot of twos. But season two starts on March 22nd <laughs> on Netflix. So I did not watch season one of Buying Beverly Hills, but I now will want to watch this next season. Um, or I can c- catch back up on season one, but are you excited for this to start soon? I'm really excited. So we haven't had a full trailer yet, but <laughs> we do have a clip that they um, they released where Mauricio was kind of telling his side of the split with Kyle and or separation, I'll say. And he was talking with his kids, um, with their daughters about the separation and it's really interesting because we got Kyle's perspective on their issues a lot this season on Beverly Hills, but we haven't really heard a whole lot of Mauricio's side. He was kind of absent from a lot of filming this season of Beverly Hills, which was a topic of conversation that he didn't attend a lot of the parties and things that he would normally come to. And so I think this is going to be really interesting to kind of get his side of the situation on buying Beverly Hills, which is about the agency, his company um and uh you know their daughters are a big part of the show too and so knowing now that this is gonna because i think a lot of people were wondering like you know that we knew this was kind of filming at the same time as beverly hills but we didn't know whether we were going to get a whole lot of conversation about their separation on buying beverly hills or whether that was kind of going to be uh not a focus of the show because it's, you know, more so about the agency rather than about their personal lives. Like Selling Sunset is about the Oppenheim group and not so much about the women's personal lives as we get on Housewives. Um, so now that we know we are getting a lot of that, I'm really excited for season two. Um, season one was great. Uh, it, it was similar to Selling Sunset in ways, but I think much more... It felt much more real to me. Like, it felt like it wasn't so much, like, manufactured drama between the agents and more just a little bit more kind of like actually about selling houses and most of the drama kind of came from work-related issues rather than personal issues mm-hmm. um so it's a little bit different in that way and um yeah i'm, I'm really excited for it now especially yeah well that'll be exciting i'll have to catch up on season one so I'm yeah oh 100 percent. we're gonna be covering yeah well that will be fun to watch we still have like a month away for that so catch up on season one before season two starts um but now should we jump into love is blind yes i'm excited let's do it yes well what are your overall thoughts on the season so far i'm 
happy with it. Uh, I think last season was a little rough. Unfortunately, it was the Houston season. Um, but, you know, for a lot of different reasons, there was a lot of behind the scenes things going on last season, apparently. Um, and that turned into a shortened season that only resulted in two couples, I think, making it to the weddings. Um, whereas this season, we actually thus far have five successful couples making it to Mexico, uh, or not Mexico, Dominican Republic they went to. Yeah. Um, so it, it seems like we're kind of back to normal. And it feels like a little bit of a back to basic season of Love is Blind so far, I think, where yeah. It reminds me more of the earlier seasons than like the last couple. So I'm uh I'm happy about that. And I think so far, yeah, I, I'm I, I think it's been a really good season. Yeah, I agree with that. I feel like this is why I really love the show in the beginning of like watching all these different couples and it feels like it's bringing back that feeling again which is yeah. good because the last couple seasons weren't as good or at least specifically last season because there was really only one couple really pretty much they were following like season uh, four i felt like even though it that wasn't the issue that we we weren't like you know starving for couples that made it <laughs> um we it felt like it was a lot more like kind of you know drama between the women and like you know with uh Irina and um Micah uh, Micah thank you um like you know it felt like it was kind of more focused on that than it was the actual couples themselves whereas this one it feels like most of the drama is between the actual couples which is how the show began and I think what was you know made it so interesting to start off with yeah for sure. And we've also, I guess we've been seeing a lot of those lawsuits and behind the scenes stories from this past year. So has that impacted your ability to enjoy the show at all this season? Or what are your thoughts? You kind of forget about it. <laughs> yeah, I wish I could say it didn't, but it has. Like, yeah. It's hard for me to watch the show without thinking about that. Like every time they show food on the show, I'm like, oh, they're just showing this food to prove a point that they feed their contestants like it, it's it does I do keep thinking about it um so it, it has but I have still been able to enjoy this season um yeah but it, it definitely it's hard to kind of push that out of my mind when I'm watching it what about you yeah I think about it when I see the food sometimes but it's not like an every time I see it situation I kind of mostly don't think about it um but obviously now like I still do in the back of my head like know that these things are happening or like all that stuff that's going on but I try to just enjoy the show itself and seeing what's happening in this season and it's been enjoyable to watch so I'm happy with how the season's going so far I wish we already had more episodes because I'm like craving more right now. Well, by the time you listen to this, there will be three more episodes out. Oh, <laughs> tomorrow. True. tomorrow they come out. Well, I'll be watching those first thing tomorrow. Um, <laughs> but so far, should we go over all of our thoughts for each of these couples um, from yeah. these first half of the season? Um, so let's start off with Amy and Johnny. So they were the first couple we saw get engaged. Um, and with them, we I feel like we didn't get to see a ton, which like for me, that seems to be that like when you don't see a ton, 
that means they're actually going to last because then there's like not as much drama with them um and it seems like they're getting along really well like they're like meeting in person and then them Dominican Republic like things have been seeming so natural with them which has felt good like I feel like they are a strong couple and actually in my prediction like I think they will get married yeah I mean it's hard to tell because we've seen so little of them I'm like I don't have enough to go off of to know if they're gonna make it but the fact that we haven't seen a lot of them probably doesn't mean that you know they haven't had much drama yet so I, I always wonder though does that mean like oh the ones that seem strong in the beginning are they gonna all of a sudden fall apart in the last half <laughs> um but from what we know so far yeah I mean I I feel like I have to say that I think they're gonna make it to the end just because we haven't seen anything that it would indicate they would yeah for sure. Well, we don't have much more to say on them. So shall we move into Brittany yeah. and Kenneth? Yes. Another one that I don't have much to say about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's this couple, honestly, in the beginning, like did surprise me at first. Like I was like, oh, like I didn't know um, like how they would be when they saw each other and all that stuff of how that interaction would go. But they have seemed to be like so far good together. And it seems like they really do have like a really deep connection and like having that like just like respect and care for one another. They both seem like really nice people. Um, I just don't know. Like we have heard concerns like from Kenneth saying how he's never been with a white person before. Um, so like that could be a problem when he take when he goes back to like more of the real world life of like, is that not gonna fit well with his circle and like family and like all that stuff could be a problem. Um, but then like maybe they can overcome that. I don't know. So we just don't really know in that situation. Um, but like in previews, like. This could be also just because of editing. They want to make it seem like there's going to be a lot of problems there. So we don't honestly know yet. That's just based on the preview that he seemed to be like, there seemed to be some problems. Like he seemed different when they went back to that life. Mm -hmm. So we'll have to wait and see what happens there. But for right now, from what we've seen, like it just seems like they are pretty good. So I'm rooting for them. Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like they have more in common than you would originally think, because uh, they're both pretty religious. They, I, you know, they're both uh, waiting till marriage, you know, to consummate. So I think the fact that they're both on the same page about those issues is a very good thing and bodes well um, that those are, you know, important issues um, that that they share. And so it doesn't feel like, you know, there would be resentment on either side. Um so, yeah, I think from what we've seen, I, I do have hope for them. But yeah, I mean, look, the previews didn't look great, <laughs> but it's hard to tell whether that's kind of, you know, a one off thing that they resolve very quickly or whether it's something that will actually impact things a lot and end up, you know, that one of them would say no at the altar. But um, I do think that I'll say they'll make it to the altar for sure. Um, and I think if I had to predict what um, will happen... I'll say maybe he says no, but more than likely, I'll say sure they'll they'll say yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we'll have to wait to see what happens that for them. But any other thoughts before we move on? 
No, I think let's let's move on to the three that we actually have oh, seen yeah. more of that we we have some thoughts on. We got lots to share coming up. Um, so first up, let's talk about AD and Clay. Um, and also originally then also when AD was in the pods, also talking to Matthew. So first should we talk about Matthew just to get him out of the way? Yeah. Get him out of the way. <laughs> he's irrelevant at this point i almost forgot his name um but he just annoyed me like from the first like time i heard him speaking i was just like this guy doesn't want to be here or like shouldn't be here Mm -hmm. Uh, and i'm surprised he even made it that far with ad um but like i did enjoy it to a level of their conversations of thinking okay maybe he was misunderstood like maybe it was just like some of the stuff so that was being shown like we also heard like some of the editing like he shared that he didn't actually leave the room when they were in conversation like mid-conversation like that was shown mm-hmm. to be like inaccurate or something like he wasn't actually doing that but that's what he claims that's what he claims that. so we don't know that yeah we don't yeah. have factual prep like of that actually being the case but right. From what Matthew claims that he was edited in bad light and smeared his character. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so overall, I mean, I didn't like Matthew, but it was it was interesting just to see him and AD's connection. Yeah, I by the at the start of the first episode, I was like, oh, God, this guy's the worst. Then <laughs> as the episode went on, I was like okay, AD seems to really like him. Maybe he's just kind of breaking him out of his shell. Maybe he's just kind of nervous because it seemed like he was, you know, not even willing to answer any questions that he was asking the women himself, which was weird at first. Um, But then I was like, okay, you know, maybe, maybe there's more here. And then find out, you know, that Amber says that she was asking, he was saying the exact same things to her that he was saying to AD. And I thought it was really weird that we never saw him and Amber in the pods, though. Like, I, I get that they were making it a surprise at the end of the first episode, so they didn't show their conversations because of that. But then I kind of thought that they were going to do a flashback at the beginning of episode two to show their conversations and how they were exactly the same as him in ADs, just like they did last season with um, uh, Lydia and Uche. You know yeah. how like it was the bombshell at the end of the first episode and then episode two, they went back in time to day one and showed, yeah. you know, the moment of when they found out. Uh, so I kind of thought they were going to do the same thing here, but I thought it was weird that like, it almost makes me think like, what are they hiding that like, they didn't show that like, maybe it wasn't the same and they're wanting to make us think that it was like, maybe Amber was, uh, well, no, because she. But then he does want it, Amber. Then, yeah. yeah. That was weird too. Like, why didn't they show us that? Maybe because yeah. like we believe what she says, but I don't know. Like, but then like she, the way that she said it was the exact same, and like she wasn't prompted to say that. Like, she she wasn't her. Like, if Ad yeah. had said, "Oh, he said this to me," and then Amber was like, "Oh, he said the exact same thing to me," and then we didn't see it, I would have said, "Oh, maybe Amber's lying," but they don't want us to think that she's lying. Yeah, because AD didn't even tell her until after, like a day later. Right. So that's so weird. Like, I I still don't get why they didn't show any of that. 
Maybe there's some behind the scenes footage they're gonna air at some point. Yeah, oh. maybe at like the reunion. I bet. Yeah, I bet you're right. Maybe they'll show it at the reunion because maybe Matthew will be there and then he's gonna try to deny it and then they'll say like, "Well, here's the clips you didn't see during the season." So yeah, I yeah, but that it. that leave was also weird. Like we just like heard him say he wants to go get Amber. Yeah. And then no Maybe conversation like any sort of interview with him like yeah said bye yeah that was weird i don't know there was something weird going on with the editing there um but yeah i mean overall not a matthew fan <laughs> and him and ad would have never worked out anyways so. no and he's trying to blame his behavior on the fact that he's sober on social media like he's saying they didn't show the very important fact that i'm just did this whole thing sober i'm like that doesn't seem to have much of an impact on your behavior. I, I mean, you can be a nice human being sober. <laughs> I don't know. That was weird. Uh, so, yeah, not 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 a Matthew fan, but uh, yeah. So, I, I, Ad and Clay. Um, I love Ad. I really do love her. I think that Clay is a walking red flag to me i think that it's really seems like i didn't like the way that he talked to her about um like her exercising because she was like what hap would happen if i gained some weight and he i would think that he would say i'd love you the same he didn't say that he'd say oh, we'd work on it i would force you to go into the gym basically and work on that like that seemed red flag red flag like that seemed really controlling really um i don't know that was a little scary to me um and then so just some of the way that in uh, Dominican Republic that he was talking to her and uh, some of their conversations, like it really seemed like he didn't understand why certain things he was saying were problematic. Like she really had to like break it down for him like a four-year-old for him to get it. And that was a little concerning to me. Yeah, I know. It's weird because then there's other times that he is self-aware yeah. of those things that like kind of make him somewhat to seem you like want to be like feel like he may be working on it or like he cares to change because he's talking about like therapy and like all this stuff with ad that mm -hmm. makes him not seem so bad all the time but then there's those times that you're like okay why is he saying this um so I don't know maybe we're also only seeing like certain those like some of those conversations because they want to portray him in those ways and maybe like we're not seeing all of it obviously like we can't be because we're getting an edited version so I don't really know like how I feel about him right now because I really do like AD and I like want to support her and I, if she really likes him if she can feel like they can be a good match and like he's actually a good person who will love her and like won't be like that in the future like maybe he's just saying those things because he's not realizing or like he's not actually believing in that but that's what he's heard or like feels like in the moment but it doesn't mean that that could change or couldn't change but like but i don't know so well for Matthew. yeah but they didn't trust i love other. ad but do we trust your judgment on okay valid valid point there um but i don't know i just feel like their chemistry is so good when they're together like i just really I think we'll know more i think these next three episodes are going to be important for to see about yeah. their relationship because i think now that they're together in person and 
we're going to see them more when they get back from Dominican Republic, you know, we'll see them kind of more in daily life and what that would be like for them. And I think we'll be able to tell their dynamic a little bit more and whether he seems controlling and, you know, concerning or whether maybe he seems fine. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll just have to wait to see what happens there. But um, should we move into Laura and Jeremy? Yes, the strangely spelled Jeremy. Oh my gosh. And every time I see it, I'm like, how, who spelled their son's name Jeremy like that? <laughs> um, why? Why? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe um, that's why he likes to joke so much, is because he's already, already getting make, made a fun of from his name. And then he's like, yeah. this is how I turn it back around. Um, <laughs> but what are your overall thoughts on them and also with Sarah Ann also going on dates with Jeremy and then you think he made the right decision between Laura and Sarah Ann I I mean I like them together I I see why they work um I I think that in a way I I wonder if he regrets his decision to not pick Sarah Ann I mean I think that the reason why he picked it seemed like he got, they got a lot deeper, Laura and Jeremy, than Jeremy got with Sarah Ann. Like, it seemed like yeah. a lot of his uh, conversations with Sarah Ann were much more kind of, like, surface level-y. Um, so, I, I understood why he made the decision to pick Laura, but I do have the feeling sometimes, like, maybe he regrets that decision with Sarah Ann, and I wonder what will happen when, inevitably, he sees her you know they have a group party um when they get back from the trip and you know all the exes come back and um i I wonder what will happen then when when they see each other because i i just have this feeling like that's gonna be the couple where um there's some maybe some regret there and uh some conversations about uh him you know giving it a try with sarah ann or having a conversation with her so I don't know. It'll be interesting. Yeah, I definitely I feel like in that preview, like that was kind of telling that it seemed like yeah. Jeremy did still like Sarah Ann. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like I just don't see Laura being okay with that or whatever it was gonna be no, from that. Definitely not. So I don't really see them continuing to make it all the way to marriage. Maybe they will go to the altar but then say no um but i don't think that they're gonna say yes for sure like that that's one couple that i'm like i don't see them getting married yeah i think the only way that it could work is if he gives it a try with sarah ann and cuts and realizes oh no i made the right decision because i think right now maybe Uh, he's kind of like second guessing it and like you know unsure and i think if if he has a conversation if they you know get together with sarah ann and then they come to a conclusion by the end of it that oh no this isn't the right thing for us then he can come back with laura like okay i'm 100 percent sure now like i have the closure i needed let's make this work then maybe if that happens they could say yes and stay together but i think as of right now i agree with you that i don't think they will yeah because i mean we also saw like them already kind of have a little bit of a fight on the bean dip situation um which was that that was so weird i was like laura was just trying to make jokes and then he took that in like a 
not super well or like i don't know it was just a weird situation but also i didn't quite understand why laura like i know it was a joke obviously but like when she said yeah do it next time you see her like that's a little bit i don't know i know it's she meant it as a joke but also like i could see that maybe he wouldn't think that was a joke and like (laughs) that i i don't know i i was very confused by the whole thing like i wasn't sure if everyone how like i was like oh wait no they're like they're mad like this is an actual thing like i thought it was a joke at first that everybody was kind of like pretending to be mad but then oh it seemed like they really were so i don't know it was weird yeah no it was interesting i, I want to hear like what they say on it now because i'm like looking well, back reunion like, yeah we'll hear on the reunion but like in that episode they're also like both pretty drunk you know like i don't know like if what they were saying was like fully what they like meant to be saying yeah. in those moments like i think maybe looking back on it they might have a different perspective of what happened there um but that will be interesting or maybe they'll have a conversation like in the coming episodes that we see um more about that but yeah that was just interesting but i really do think jeremy is funny like i like actually laugh at his jokes sometimes (laughs) like i feel like sometimes when someone goes on reality tv and like tries to be funny like they're not funny Mm -hmm. but i think jeremy's actually being funny no i agree i i do i i like him i think that uh he's you know the men on this season in general, not my favorite, um, but I think Jeremy's kind of a bright spot there that I do like him. Yeah, and so I want to still root for him. I don't want him to like mess things up or like make me not like him if he does something bad. Not bad, but like does something to like extra hurt Laura in terms of what mm-hmm. Sarah Ann or whatever. So he's on thin ice right now for me, but even though I do like him. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Um, but Laura's also so funny. So maybe they're like both too funny for each other. Like they can't, they won't. They, won't <laughs> they each want to be the the yeah. funny one in the relationship. Yeah, exactly. Um, but do you want to move into our last couple, which has a lot to cover on? Yes, we have a, a, a love square. Well, right well, yeah, we got basically like four people in this couple. Um, <laughs> yeah. But the couple maybe that got go engaged. Maybe they couple or trouble. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Chelsea and Jimmy get engaged, but Jimmy was also dating Jessica up until the very end, and same with Tre- Trevor and Chelsea were dating. So the situation there was just interesting. I have many thoughts. Um, but I'm sure we've ever seen that before on Love Is Blind, where it was a love triangle on both sides. That yeah. was interesting. I I think that's a first for the show. I mean, it made for good TV because you're like, well, I wanted Jimmy and Jessica to be together in a moment, but also like Jessica deserves more. But I want, and then I, because I really wanted Chelsea and Trevor to be together. They just make so much more sense to me. Also, I just don't really like Jimmy. Uh, but in the pods, like you don't know, like people, like they're just talking to each other. So they don't really know what the situation's going to be like on the outside. Um, but overall, like, did you like seeing them together, like Chelsea and Jimmy, or like what, or not at all? Like in the pods, like I never even liked them in the pods, and that's something that's bad. You know, like, if you don't like them in the pods, then yeah. how am I gonna uh, like them in like the real life? <laughs> yeah, no, I did not like them in the pods together. Really. <laughs> um, I think that Chelsea and Trevor definitely would have been better than 
and Chelsea and Jimmy. Like, it just felt like Trevor was really, he really wanted to be with Chelsea. Like, mm-hmm. he was head over heels for her. And it did not seem like Jimmy was, felt the same way. I think that, yeah, Jimmy was, I, I felt like he was, I don't know, it's weird with Jimmy, because I actually don't necessarily feel like he had, like, bad intentions with either Jessica or Chelsea. I just felt like he wasn't really happy with either of them, but, like, kind of wasn't sure where to go. Like, I I don't know, I think, like, both situations, he didn't like the fact that Chelsea was married before, and he didn't like the fact that Jessica had a kid. And I think as soon as they both dropped those bombs on him, he was kind of over both of them. And I think that he just kind of decided that he was going to go with Chelsea, that I guess he could get over that one easier. But I, I think that as soon as he heard that from both, he was kind of, I don't think he would have been 100% happy with either. So, no. yeah, I, I don't, I, I did not like them together. <laughs> to answer yeah. your question. And do you think that Chelsea looks like Megan Fox? Because that was also the first thing is that Jimmy was like, well, she lied to me. (laughs) Yeah, this has been blowing up on the internet (laughs) ever since this episode. Um, I can see it to a certain degree, actually. I do. But I think the problem was that as soon as she said that, his expectations were through the roof and that's i think part of you know a big part of the reason why he chose her over jessica too um was because he expected her to look like megan fox and i think she she set herself up to the fact that he was she was never going to meet his expectations of her when she when he saw her like no matter what she could literally have unless she was megan fox (laughs) he wasn't going to be happy and so she just kind of shot herself in the foot there and like you know i think chelsea is is very very pretty like i don't think you know i'm not saying that i I don't think she's pretty i think that he was just never going to be happy with anything besides literally megan fox at that point and uh you know i i don't it's hard because it's like on one hand can you blame like if she really you know kind of screwed up by saying that and she set up that whole conversation like she was asking him do you get you look like anyone so of course she's going to ask her the same question and then she gave that answer like oh i don't even remember her name like if she said like everybody says that to her when they see her then like yeah she's going to remember her megan fox's name like i think that was a little bit of a you know trying to play coy about that but uh, also he's you know kind of being a little bit of an asshole too so i don't know it's, it's both kind of wrong i think in that situation what do you think do you think she looks like megan fox yeah i mean i saw like a lot of pictures and comparisons of on this online as well um and i think like there's similarities in some features but that's what she said it's like just because of her dark hair and her color and her blue eyes like that's what people say that she looks like her so like that comparison if someone's just looking at that like that's factual but like to say that you look like her isn't like if you're like that like is relative like you're not gonna look exactly like someone always unless you're like the doppelganger or a twin you know so it's like you can't always have the exact same characteristics characteristics of someone 
Um, but yeah, I think Jimmy just had way too high of expectations and then was let down <laughs> by that. Um, but then like I'm curious to see like what it's gonna be like when he sees Jessica because she's gorgeous and she even said to him basically like oh you're gonna need the Abby pen like this line is so funny like oh the I feel like she's iconic I love Jessica um but that also I've seen some controversy of people saying like her bringing that up like kind of defeats the purpose of the experiment too of like in this like you're supposed to just fall for someone without thinking about their looks at all and like all that situation like for them to be talking about it like kind of I mean that was the end so like we knew that Jimmy wasn't choosing her but like we don't want that to be something that like impacts the decision but obviously I think Jimmy was thinking about Megan Fox and then thinking like Chelsea was going to be prettier um so like that's also a problem but um I don't know just interesting because that is going to be really because that's going to be telling just to see like the reaction there but Chelsea also like when Jimmy was asking her the question like bringing up like how Jimmy had that conversation with Jessica in the very end there I I was seeing something about this today that apparently like it was that conversation this is just like a thought that someone was having and I I agree with it that he was bringing up that conversation because he wanted Chelsea to be like this is what she looks like and then he didn't brought up the conversation no he started it did he i thought she said do you get told i thought she asked do you get told that you look like anyone oh no no i'm saying in that when they're in real life in dominican republic oh 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 oh, oh when oh. sorry i was going fast forward here um and and when they are together he's already chosen chelsea and their conversation they're sitting on their bed like on like this chair yeah. what, was what was the feature that you yeah yeah but then so then in that conversation jimmy's like talking about jessica and what she said to him uh yeah, yeah. and that was where like it was like a little bit like why is he bringing this up now he's chosen chelsea or he yeah he's chosen chelsea to be with her but like is still curious about jessica oh yeah 100 percent. yeah um I wonder, do you think that the show should put more regulations as to, like, what they can say in the pods about what they look like or what they can ask about other people what they look like? Because, like, Clay brought that up, too. Like, you you know, was saying how looks are so important to him. And I'm like, wrong show, buddy. Um, But, like, we saw that a little bit with them. And then we also saw that, you know, like you said, with Chelsea and Jimmy and with Jessica and Jimmy, like, a lot of conversation about looks and I almost think that maybe that conversation should be more off limits than it is because it kind of does defeat the whole purpose of the show. Yeah, no, I agree. I was surprised, honestly, the amount that we were seeing. Like, I feel like maybe if they had those conversations, like they shouldn't really be showing that to us too because maybe they were talking about it, but then like if we're hearing it, like, like we know it's happening. Um, But for me, like, I think, I mean, we've, as we've seen, like, over the years in watching the show now, like, love is not blind. Like, people, you have to be attracted to someone. And so, like, I think that they want that success rate more than they want the idea that love is blind at this point. <laughs> that, like, maybe they're like, okay, like, here you go. Like, you can talk about it. 
but we're not going to give each other pictures, but you can like mention things. Um, but like they want to at least feel like they're going to have some physical connection there mm-hmm. before they do see each other. Yeah, because you also really don't want a moment where they open the doors and someone's like, oh my God, like like in a bad way. <laughs> so, because that yeah. obviously is humiliating. Um, yeah. So you don't want that. Like, that's why, you know, people always say, oh, they, you know, they just pick pretty people on this show. Like, what's the point of it being love is blind if they're all beautiful? Um, but then it's like, well, do you want a horrible reaction from somebody too? Like, you know... I think there's a line there uh, to, you know, where it, I don't know, where it's humiliating for somebody versus, like, you know, I think to a certain extent, yeah, like, you know, you want a diverse group of people with, you know, uh, not just Instagram models coming on the show, but, you know, you also don't want somebody to just, you know, have a humiliating experience once the doors open, so... I don't know. I, I do think that it's kind of a, an interesting conversation. I do think that they should probably cut down on that type of talk uh, in terms of, you know, that because you do want a surprise. You don't want them to already, like, basically know what they look like before the doors open. Yeah. No, for sure. I, I think that, like, I want that to be more of the case, but, like, it seems like that's hard in the setting of like they're gonna somewhat bring it up I guess I mean not everyone probably I don't think they didn't show us with all the couples talking about it but we did see it with a fair amount of them for the season like with AD and Clay and then also AD was asking Matthew what his race was Mm -hmm. um, which like I mean that is an important question and that and also and same with Kenneth and Brittany but like I feel like in other seasons we weren't even seeing like talks about their nationalities at all. I think yeah, I think that's a little different to me just because like that did lead to a really like deep important yeah. conversation. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm okay with that. I, I I think in terms of like okay, what's your hair color and like how much yeah. do you weigh, like you know that type of stuff. Like hey, let's you know pump the brakes on on that type of conversation. Yeah, no, that that's why I think I do like the race conversation, but I don't like the specifics of what someone would look like. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, well, going back to Jessica, do you think that she should have told Jimmy sooner about her daughter? Or like, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I probably do. I, I mean, I just think that that's such a big part of her life. And I get why I, I understood her explanation for what she didn't. Um, cause you know, she said there's so much more to me than, you know, being a mother, you know, that is such an important thing. Like, you know, he wanted to, him to get to know me and not just, you know, the fact that I have a daughter being the only thing that he's thinking about. And it was interesting because once she did say it, that basically was every conversation was, you know, him asking questions about her being a mother. So mm-hmm. it kind of did prove her point, but I, I do think that that is such an important thing that I, I do think that it almost makes you think like, well, what were we talking about before? Like that was all pointless, you know? Yeah. So I, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, I think it's good that like she did bring it up. Like it, I mean, obviously she wasn't going to hide that from Jimmy, but I think, and she, 
it makes sense why she wanted to wait, but I think then she could have saved a lot of time and maybe formed a connection with someone else if she had told Jimmy sooner because Jimmy was just like not okay with it. Um, pretty much like you could have sensed the shift after he told yeah, her. That after was she told real him. Awkward. <laughs> yeah. And I just like I thought things were ending like after that conversation, pretty much. Um and you could see how much it affected him because it even affected him into the date with Chelsea. And then when Chelsea was like, oh, I was married and he just didn't have any reaction because he was like, I heard I someone has daughter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but he was not ready for being a father at all. And I just, I mean, Jessica deserves someone way better than Jimmy also. Like, I don't even think Jimmy's attractive in my opinion, but um oh yeah i think but that's why like you know if maybe if he had brought that if she had brought that up at the very start like she could have kind of ruled him out in the beginning and then like you know really focused on potentially other alternatives other options so i think that's why it would have maybe benefited her to bring that up earlier yeah for sure um we'll never know now but i hope that she is doing well i've been watching a lot of her tiktoks and her videos with her her daughter daughter, so cute. cute yeah yeah um also we have a little bit of a cameo of seeing her coming into the season of when we do see jimmy and um jessica are gonna be meeting so that will be telling um of what goes on there so that will be really exciting to see um just what goes down um but do you think also we saw in before jessica left that laura was telling jessica that she should leave because well, we heard Chelsea tell Laura that he told her he loved her. And yeah. Laura knew that, like, once Jimmy said that, like, that meant he was choosing her. And what are your thoughts overall on, like, that conversation? You think it was out of line for Laura to tell Jessica that with not, without even telling her exactly why? Yeah, I think that was the problem for me. Like, tell yeah. her why. If you're going to yeah. tell her, like, Hey, like, I, I appreciated that she tried to warn her because she'd wanted her to not be embarrassed and shocked. Um, you know, good to mentally prepare herself um, so that she can go in there and, you know, even if she doesn't leave, but at least she can go in there kind of with a pretty good idea of how that conversation was going to go. Um, but I, I honestly just thought if you're going to say anything, just say it all or say yeah. everything or nothing. Like, yeah. to, to kind of go halfway like that, it's like, well, why? Like, why should I leave? Like, you don't, if she had just left and, like, you know, maybe it wasn't something so bad. Like, maybe Laura, it's a, something that's a big deal to Laura, but maybe not a big deal to Jessica. Like, you don't know. And so I think just, she should have just said it all. And that way, Jen then you know, let Jessica make up her own. Yeah, I agree. Because then I'm just causing more anxiety for Jessica yeah. to be like, oh, like what was going on here? Right. Um, versus if she actually just knew what was going on and then could process it. But yeah, so that was an interesting talk there. I wonder if they're going to talk about that in the reunion as well. I feel like that would be interesting for them to cover. Just like hearing Jessica's thoughts on overall, like what Laura had to say in that moment, like how that made her feel yeah but i um i think that laura had good intentions and that's what's important but i i don't think she went about it right yeah for sure 
Um, well, are you excited to potentially see Chelsea and Trevor? We also saw that in the previews. So yeah. what are your thoughts on that? I mean, we obviously feel like Chelsea made the wrong choice here. Um, but what do you think? Do you think she'll get back with Trevor or leave Jimmy? Look, I could see it. Yeah. Um, I will say this is the one part where I do know a spoiler that I'm not going to say but um, I would I would like to see them together. I think that they would be definitely a better couple than than Chelsea and Jimmy. Yeah, for sure. And I was also seeing something today, which I thought was really interesting. I've been in the deep in the Love Is Blind TikTok, um, as you should be. Um, but I'm seeing like all these different analyses of the situation, specifically with like Chelsea, Jimmy, Jessica, Trevor, like the quadruple couple, whatever we want to call it. Um, <laughs> so um I saw this that like really resonated. It felt like it was like true with the situation. It was like the reason why Chelsea wanted to be with Jimmy is that she was so insecure that she felt like she won. Like she wanted the feeling of like having someone like choose her and that she won over someone else versus Oh, I saw this too. Yeah. yeah. Versus like having someone who was already wanting her. But she didn't see that because, like, she just wanted to feel like she was, like, coming out on top over Jessica. Mm-hmm. She kind of like, saw Jessica as, like, this, like, you know, the queen, popular, yeah. most beautiful option. And that somebody chose her over Jessica that, you know, that was, like, a feeling that I was like, oh, my God, I won. Yeah. And so then, like, that, and, like, she, even, like, when I heard like when in conversation with her breakup with Trevor, like she didn't really have an answer for like why she chose Jimmy. Like she was, he was, cause he was asking her like, well, if I went first, would you have said yes? It seemed like, like she was basically yes. Was yeah, it seemed yeah. like it was a yes if she had gone first, which was also like kind of crazy for her to like then go into this engagement with Jimmy if she really wasn't that sure. Or and, like, yeah, and it's kind of crazy to think like, who decides the order? yeah. I don't know. Like that was, I, I, yeah. Like that basically decided who she got engaged to. <laughs> like that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um. But I don't know what's gonna happen. I mean, I know what's gonna happen is that Chelsea and Jimmy are not together <laughs> in that realm. I just don't know what's gonna happen in the mix of what's going on this season. <laughs> yeah. No, I I have no idea in terms of that. I only know one little thing that basically tells me the answer of whether Chelsea and Trevor are currently together, but I don't know anything about Chelsea and Jimmy or yeah, nothing else about the whole season. But that's the only thing that I know. But yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so there's a lot to unpack under there. Also before we final or conclude our th final thoughts, also we heard in the episode recently about Jimmy talking to AD with certain comments about her body um which were very uncomfortable um and also then chelsea and jimmy had a confrontation about that and he did apologize and seeming like he was like saying like he didn't realize how much that hurt her but also like that was like a fake it didn't feel, feel genuine at all to me like i was like i just don't think jimmy is mature and i don't like him so i don't want to listen to him right now it's pretty much how i felt in that that apology um but overall like 
it was just a weird situation and like very much he crossed the boundary yeah it was weird i think to me i feel like both chelsea and jimmy were wrong in this situation because Mm -hmm. jimmy was wrong to make that comment at all and right in front of chelsea in particular um but also just towards ad it was wrong too like whether chelsea was there or not but especially in front of chelsea uh but then chelsea the way she reacted you know and maybe look i mean that's probably honestly the way i would have reacted to just in an awkward situation you just kind of like overcompensate and make it seem like more than okay for him to have said that even though it really wasn't at all um but that reaction if i were jimmy i would think oh she's cool with it like she's fine you know she's not upset that i said that and so then he kept going Oh, no, that actually Chelsea kept going. But, um, you know, then Jimmy kept talking to AD and, like, you know, they had a whole conversation. And then, you know, then it turns out that Chelsea's not okay with it. So I could see how that's confusing to Jimmy because, like, she Mm kind of went from one extreme to the other. Yeah. But he was wrong for making that comment in the first place, point blank, period. Yeah, for sure. Um, And, I mean, like, then it was interesting that we didn't really see Clay's reaction to it. Like I, yeah, I wonder what happened after that for that side of it too. That is interesting because I feel like Clay is probably very like just from like what we've seen of Clay so far. I feel like he would not be okay with something like that. So yeah, I I don't know. That is interesting. We didn't see it. Maybe we will in the next episode. Yeah, so maybe he wasn't. I I can't remember where he was standing in that. Like, could he? I don't think he was near it. Yeah, I don't know. He wasn't near AD, but I don't know where. Like, maybe the next morning we'll see kind of when they wake up the next morning, AD maybe like kind of filling him in on what happened, and maybe then we'll see Uh Clay and Jimmy get into it over that. I could see that happening. Yeah. So, lots to come this season, even though we don't. How many episodes are there total? Do you know? Well, um, oh, well, so we are halfway. Thirteen, including the review. Okay, so we already we're, we're halfway. halfway through. Yeah, three so episodes drop uh, Wednesday. Well, they've already dropped by the time you listen to this, <laughs> um, and then two drop the following week, and then the finale the week after that, and the reunion probably the week after that. Okay, yeah. So we got some more episodes coming up, um, but drop by far. So uh, yeah. Which was exciting to watch them all in this past week. I was like so into it. I couldn't stop. <laughs> um, <laughs> but overall, what are your predictions for the rest of the season? Or what do you hope to see happen? Yeah, I mean, I'm excited. I think it, this is a promising start. Um, I just hope we get five weddings, whether they say yes or no. I just hope they all make it down to dial. Um I, I don't know if they do or not. I have no idea. Um, I think there's, you know, a couple that are shaky already that maybe look like they won't. But um, uh, we'll see. I I hope we do because I think the uh, the more weddings that we get, the better, um, and make for a more exciting finale. So I I hope we get at least like two successful marriages out of this. And I think like two marriages, I feel like we have a successful season. So that's me. Who who of the couples do you think those will be? Um, I could see AD and Clay getting married. Yeah. 
I don't know whether it would be a successful marriage. <laughs> I could see them getting married. Um, and then maybe I'll say, like, I don't know, Brittany and Kenneth or Amy and Johnny. Like, I'll say one of those two will get married. And then one is going to, like, have a strong start with his life. Yeah, I agree with that. So we'll just have to wait to see. We have a lot to come from more episodes coming up. But let us know your thoughts on the season so far. What are your thoughts on all the couples, all the people we talked about? We love to hear what you have to say. So make sure to comment, follow us on Instagram at Let's Chat Reality. And we'll talk to you all next week. Bye.